Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. This is episode 86. If you've been keeping track like I have, it's been a fun adventure so far. So I hope you enjoy this one. We're doing a little bit of rebranding. As you know, we've been doing more rate and review episodes. And this week, we are putting out our new theme song and our new cover art. So I hope you enjoy that. And this week's guest is Trevor Gauthier. We had a ton of fun. He is a travel blogger here in Calgary. He's traveled all over the world. And we incorporated his travels to England and his travel blog with that. And we've done a little mashup of English road trip foods. And we rate and review a whole bunch of them. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to another fun episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. We are rating and reviewing a whole bunch of treats from England. We went out, we got a whole bunch of treats. Like I said, we have we have drinks, we have uh, gummies, we have candy, we have biscuits, we have dessert cookies, we have chocolate bars, and a whole bunch of fun stuff. So I hope you're going to enjoy this. As always, I have my co-host Lena here. Welcome to the show. Hi, glad to be here. That's good. And I'm also glad to have Trevor Gautier here from the Globe Trevor, a travel blog. And do you want to explain why we chose this as our theme? Uh, so <clears throat> when uh, my wife and I traveled to England, uh, we did a road trip. We rented a car for uh, 21 days. Uh, and in order to save money, because that is a lot of restaurants eating out, so we went and we bought road trip snacks, and yeah, this is you go to the grocery store and you save a whole lot of money than eating out. That's awesome. Huh? <coughs> That's sort of what we do on road trips too. Mm-hmm. Where I'm a big road trip food fan, so it's always nice to have lots of treats in the car. Um, it's something we enjoy, but this is a whole different list of items than we usually do. So I'm pretty excited about this. So shall we just get right into this? Yeah, every, everything today is something you can get in England. Yeah, and before we start, as always, the Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. The Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, is happy to be partnering with Seat Giant to bring you offers on deals on tickets to major sporting events, big concerts, popular theater throughout North America and more. Whether you're at home or on vacation, click on Seat Giant for the hottest tickets to the hottest events. Visit SeatGiant.ca to find tickets and use the promo code APN at checkout to get 5% off your purchase. You'll save a bit and the network gets a little cut of that purchase too. All tickets are in Canadian dollars, even for events that are in the U.S. SeatGiant is Canadian owned and operated and guarantees every ticket sold. So to help yourself out to a great experience while helping out the Alberta Podcast Network and the Canadian owned businesses. Visit SeatGiant.ca and use the offer code APN at checkout. And like I said before, 5% off your tickets. And thanks for listening to that. I hope you enjoyed it. And now we're getting right into the testing. Um, Today, we usually, we're just going to base everything based on taste, 1 through 10. Usually, we do it based on taste and texture and smell. But since we have a variety of stuff, whether it's drinks and 
desserts. There's a variety here of textures and everything else in between. So we are just basing it on taste. Like I said, 1 to 10. We'll see what we like the best. And then hopefully you guys can figure out what you like the best. And send us an email if you really like it. Send us an email if you don't like it. Um, that email address is themesshallpodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you tweet to us at themesshallpodcast on Twitter. So, and Trevor, you yeah. have a Twitter address and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, so I'm, you... I'm at the Glow Trevor uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, and you can also email me at my uh, email account for my website, which is uh, Trevor at theglobetrevor.com. Cool. And I guess the globetrevor.com is your website. So, yes. Awesome. So, let's get right into this. Lena, what do we have going on first? We have Ben Shaw's Dandelion, Dandelion and Burdock Classic. So, Dandelion, we're starting with drinks. So, so, Urban Legend has it that in the 13th century, St. Thomas Aquinas was looking for a hangover cure after a particularly hard night. So, he went out and used the first two plants he came across. Trusting in God to provide the right ones. And he came up with dandelion and burdock. So let's try this old combination. It's an interesting combination. Smells interesting. Smells like licorice almost. It does smell like licorice. And it's kind of said to be like root beer, sarsaparilla. I'm getting sort of that like root beer, sarsaparilla. But the smell is like, like I said, licorice. So I'm getting a little bit of that too. Yeah, it's definitely licorice. Root. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of more dull than I expected. Like, it has this dull flavor. Yeah, it's it's not powerful. It almost reminds me of... Um, oh, Iron Brew, Iron which Brew. I've never... Yeah, it's a little bit of Iron had. Brew in there, so... It kind of tastes yeah. a little bit like the... the, the, the uh, what's that liqueur? Um, Zambuca? No. Well, kind of like that one. There's, but there's that, there's that other one everybody likes to drink. Oh, Jagermeister. Uh, Jagermeister. Yeah. yeah, it's like unalkalized Jagermeister. Yeah, <laughs> but boiled to a syrup yeah. almost. But yeah. yeah, it's. I'm not even finishing this. I'm. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> it's also got an aspartame finish to it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there aspartame in it? I'm looking for aspartame. But... Why would you put aspartame and sugar? Oh, it has yes. Carbonated water and sugar and aspartame. Why would you do? Why do both? This one probably isn't as uh, sugary as the next one, which is Lucozade. 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 So Lucozade was sold in 1927 by a pharmacist under the name first name Glucozade because it had glucose in it. So it's an energy. It was. Marketed as an energy drink for people who were sick. it And it even says on the can, it's powered by glucose, which seems to have been a cure-all at the time, which we'll kind of get into later. Um, so up until 2017, it actually had 62 grams of sugar in a 500 milliliter bottle. But it pared it down to 4.5 grams for 100 milliliters to avoid the sugar tax that came in. 2017. So That's interesting. More sugar than Coke. <laughs> how uh, much do you know how much sugar is in a bottle of Coke? Just I'm not sure. I didn't see that. But this, and also this, like Coke, has caffeine. 
So anyway, we'll try it. Yeah. Shall we try it? I'm kind of afraid of all this, this uh, caffeine, sugar, cheers, color. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. It does look like a carbonated. Well, it smells um, better than the other one. <laughs> carbonated Powerade. Gatorade or Powerade. Energy drink like that sports drink it was marketed as. It only has a lemon smell, though. It's supposed to be orange. Yeah, it actually tastes pretty good. It's yeah. not bad. Uh, Still has that aspartame finish, but the drink itself tastes pretty good. Yeah, this has sugars and sweeteners in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sugar. I, I like how it's like talks about sugar and sweetener. Yeah. Like I, it's not sweet enough or sugary enough that you have to add another yeah. type of sweetener inside. If you don't understand drinks that have both sugar and aspartame or sweeteners. Like, yeah. It's, why do both? It's, You're going to be healthy. Like the reason why you yeah. put aspartame in drink is to reduce the sugar. Or to reduce it to nothing, but if it's still the second ingredient. <laughs> That's just to avoid that sugar tax from 2017, I guess. I don't really like it. It's just too... It's almost like... It's not, it's not the greatest. I think great. I'd like this on a road trip, just to perk me up a little bit. Yeah. So it probably does do its job. Yeah. When, it's... when you're driving for... For eight hours from one end of the England to the other, yeah, you yeah. might probably need a, an energy drink. I wonder if it's like the official drink of truck drivers. <laughs> Maybe it rem- the, it's lorry drivers in oh. England. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, it reminds me of it's of <clears throat> carbonated Tang, which it's yeah. been like yeah. twenty years since yes, I had Tang, yes. probably like thirty, but yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. So doesn't doesn't quite doesn't quite taste as good as Orange Crush. No, no, it no. doesn't. But if you're going to drink energy drink, like a lot of energy drinks are pretty disgusting. Yeah, I used to yeah. love energy drinks. I haven't had one in coming up to three years, but I miss them sometimes. But as far as energy drinks go, this one's pretty palatable. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. Yeah. It's probably one of the most palatable energy drinks. So our final drink, oh. Lena. Well. I'm going to go back to Lucozade because the company was sold to the Japanese company Suntory in 2011 along with the company that makes our next drink, Rubina. And that's why we probably found it in the Asian grocery store then. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Ribena so. is really big in, the, in England. Yeah, yes. and we saw it on other shelves. Like we saw it at the Brewer's Pantry where we bought most of the stuff. We saw it at the co-op and then we saw it at P&P Market where just happened to be at today and we thought let's get it since it's on sale it's pretty good with uh mixing with uh, gin and tonics and ravena we'll have to do You'll, that you, you have to uh stop at your hotel though you, you don't recommend <laughs> you don't recommend your drink and drive <laughs> or if you get a shameless plug from me if you want to have a good gin go back to listen to the Burwood distillery episode of the mess hall podcast because they make excellent alcohol, so gin and tonic and Rubina, maybe it'd be a good choice. I've had some myself, but excellent gin. <laughs> yeah, everything else I had from there was excellent. So. Okay, so a little blurb first about Rubina before we try it. So it's an excellent source of vitamin C. It says it. It is a it's concentrated black currant. So we mixed it four to one, I think, was the ratio. So it was actually sold during World War Two. To children to avoid them getting scurvy after World War II when German U-boats prevented oranges and lemons from coming to Britain. So, in fact, 90% of Britain's black currants go into making Rabina. It's that popular. Huh. Um, now, 
why is Black Current so interesting, you may ask? <laughs> I know nobody well, asked that, but. I find it interesting because we did see a lot of Black Current stuff at the store. Why yes. is Black Current so <laughs> Why is Black Current so interesting? Well, thanks for asking. <laughs> it's because it was banned in the U.S. Um, in the early 1900s because it spread fungus that killed white pine trees. It wasn't until recently, actually, that some states have brought back um, the growing of black currant. It contains the fungus that killed the white pine trees, but European pine trees are said to be resistant to black currant, this fungus, anyway. And because of that, even though some is now allowed to be grown, 99% of the world's black currants are produced in Europe. And interesting. Yeah, so black currant, it's not common here. Oh, interesting. So let's see what it's like in concentrated beverage form. Yeah, Trevor and I were smelling that. It yeah. definitely has a potent smell. I like to mix this with uh, just straight uh, tonic, so you would tonic make... or soda water, too. Okay. Even yeah. if you don't want an alcoholic drink. Okay. Yeah. So as long as you're diluting it with yeah. something. Then... Yeah. I think sparkling water would be good. Oh, excellent. It's yeah. really good. It is. It is good. That was... I was not expecting it to be that good because of the smell. I thought it was going to be more potent, but it is a concentrate. And remember that black curd jelly we saw in the store was like all mushy and jelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Had a weird feel to it, so it was kind of fun to see that at the store. Again, the first ingredient in this drink is sugar, um, which I can definitely tell. <laughs> it tasted fine. I thought it was a better drink than the other two. Mm, for sure. It actually tastes like black currant, though. It tastes exactly what it says it tastes yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's still way too sweet. Well, you can like... you can dilute it more, too. Yeah. You can add more water. Or alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sounds so good. that's it for our drinks. Um, we're moving on to more um, candies right now. So... When we were at the British store, we asked them what's popular for road trips. And this is one thing that they did point out, travel sweets. There was a whole display case of travel sweets. And we went with black currants, again, being popular in England. So, Simpsons is pop. Simpkins is definitely popular in England. Those are everywhere. Okay. So they were first made by Albert Leslie Simpkin back in 1921. Who he had used liquid glucose for them to go back to the glucose and liquid in Lucasade. Um, he was given liquid glucose to recover from his wounds from World War II, and he used his extra supply to make sweet. Okay, so it's a beautiful can. Let's open it up. Trevor, I had a peek inside Ooh. of the end earlier. They're really good. They looked interesting. It's like that cornstarch on the outside, so they don't stick together. I exactly, or is yeah. it icing okay. sugar? I don't know. I think we're going to be chewing these for a while. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, so, they make many different flavors, this one. Yeah, they had a nice display of all kinds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I tried to get him to get the rhubarb custard, but he doesn't like rhubarb. Makes a good souvenir, too. Mm. Yeah, the can. Of those. I don't know. It says using only the finest ingredients, so I guess the finest glucose, <laughs> to ensure a mouth-watering taste <laughs> sensation. So there is sugar and glucose syrup in this. Just to clarify it. So I really liked it. Yeah, it. It was good. I think going back to the whole road travel idea, that would be a perfect thing to stop down for a while. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, flavorful. When I think hard candy, I just think of the minty kind of crap stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but these were really flavorful. They had a good flavor. Um, 
they are nice and hard. They were succulent. Very black curranty. Yeah, and it didn't Very. leave a bad taste in my mouth. Like I eat and say, you get all through your mouth, but these were nice and balanced. So I, I did enjoy it. It was yeah, nice. it's good. It's, it's a good candy. Yeah, definitely a good candy. I, I think that'll be a good road trip candy. They're very flavorful. Yeah. They last you a long time on a road trip. One tin will last you probably well, at least all day, unless you yeah. unless you crunch them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I it, tend it to do little, that sometimes. Yeah, I, I do that sometimes too, crunching my candies. But those were hard to crunch. But I wasn't disappointed by not being able to crunch it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And. I like the fact that they put whatever the coating on there, whether it's cornstarch or whether it's icing sugar, it does keep it from sticking together. Yeah, especially yeah. especially with the humidity in, <laughs> in oh, England. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah and that, that's why I wonder, like, that coating with cornstarch maybe is just enough on there to keep it from not sticking. I never thought of the humidity. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was I enjoyed those. Yeah. So uh, you don't want to go into your candies and have one giant, giant block of candies. <laughs> no, no. So we're moving on to the next one. I think it's a little bit of a contrast to what we've been having. So Maynard's uh, sherbet, sherbet lemons, which I'm excited about because I always see these on Coronation Street, which is my favorite show. Um, it actually, I actually read a description that says they are. Perfect for taking on car journeys. Okay. Um, and they're, uh, you don't want to ruin it, but it said that they're going to explode in your mouth. Um, and talking about journeys, little known fact, these are Dumbledore's from Harry Potter's favorite candy. And he took them with him when he dropped Harry Potter off at the Dursleys in 1981 oh. <laughs> with Professor McGonagall. Oh, so fun let's, fact. Yeah. <laughs> let's see if I like this the same thing as old wizards. Well, if if you do want to go to uh, the Harry Potter studio, Studios, I do blog about the Harry Potter Studio tour. <laughs> Good <Nice>. to know. <clears throat> I'll have to. It's look a very it up. fun tour. It's like little footballs, almost. Lemons. Oh, hey, ribbed lemons. Yeah, it's supposed to look like a lemon. Okay. <laughs> ribs, ribs for everybody's pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Not just for her. <laughs> you have to get into the middle. <laughs> oh, do you? Mm. Why is this like? It's in like. The but fizzy lemon, I guess, is and it's gonna explode in your mouth. Oh yeah. So that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, but it was fine until it it fizzed, and then it went kind of went down the wrong way. <laughs> it reminded me of those uh, fizz pop candies. Oh yeah. 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 The ones you get in Halloween, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be an exciting episode to do if we did a Halloween candy yeah. episode coming mm. up. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. It was a regular lemon candy, really nice. Um, and then the middle, I think, lemony. Yeah, good lemon flavor. It was a really good lemon flavor. There was nothing wrong with it. It was good. Um, the fizz in the middle, I enjoyed. I yeah, think... I did enjoy the fizz. And like, it's not me choking on it. That had anything to do with the flavor. <laughs> I think that I, I kind of rushed it and bit into it. Um, just for purpose, like yeah, to speed up. Um, the eating of it so you guys didn't have to wait but I'd really like to take my time and like savor it not yeah. bite into it even though I like I do bite into candy I think this is one to kind of yeah. I wasn't going to bite into it as much as I did until you said that it had a, like the fizzy middle so yeah. that's when I went in I bit into the fizz so yeah. I wanted to try that fizziness well to me I myself I, like, I, I can't really resist <laughs> biting into my hard candies yeah Sometimes. Lollipops, anything 
Like this yeah. ball we fight into. Tootsie Roll. Yep. Yeah. This is, I don't know if anybody ever counted the licks, but I've never gotten that far to get to the middle. I've yeah, just I've, in, yeah. So. I've, I don't think I've ever gotten to the until it's gone. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. I like that one. So we got one more uh, sweets, I guess. Yeah. The best way to put it, even though some of the ones are sweeter than the road, but let's get into this one. Yeah. So this is Jelly Baby. So not a hard candy like the other two. So jelly babies were actually invented in 1864. They were supposed to look like bears, I guess, but apparently they look kind of like babies. So, but first they were marketed as unclaimed babies. So like the babies <laughs> that were left on church steps, that was what they were first marketed to. Until 1918, when they were marketed as peace babies to celebrate the end of the war. But in 1953, it was changed to jelly babies. So should we try them? Yeah, they were. Let's give them a shot. Yeah, they have that same coating on them as the other candies. Yeah. So I wonder if this is a trend that would be packaged inside of a package like the, uh, like the lemon drops or the lemon sherbet lemons. Definitely, you can taste the coating on these ones a little bit more than the black currants. I thought it was going to taste like a uh, like a gummy bear. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really disappointed. Yeah, it I was doesn't. expecting gummy bear, and I'm not getting gummy bear. No. Yeah. I'm not even impressed with the look of them. They don't no. necessarily, they look kind of like blobs. And I like thought they they'd do, be cuter. <laughs> they do taste like they they were like gummy bears left on the church steps for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and then we tried them again. Well, coated them in sugar first yeah. and then tried them. Yeah. yeah. To, to kind of revive them a bit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they, they weren't was, the best. No, that was real. That was no, disappointing. They don't. I, I prefer Americanized gummy bears. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even, they weren't even gummy. I guess jelly. They yeah. just were like The texture soft. was off. They were soft. That's it for snacky, I guess. How would we want to describe that for you? Candy. Just candy. candy. Just straight up candy. Yeah. So we're going to take a little time out from the podcast to bring you an ad from our sponsors this week. So this ad is brought to you in part by ATB. Tired of paying bank fees when you can't remember the last time you went to a branch? You spoke ATB Listen. They've created a no-monthly-fee digital account with a line of credit that makes banking work for you. By doing the most of your banking digitally, you avoid monthly fees and get unlimited digital transactions. It's 24-7 banking at its finest. Visit ATB today to sign up for a no-fee all-in account and discover digital banking that works for you. Thanks for listening to the sponsor. I hope you enjoyed the first half of this episode. It's been fun for us eating all these things. So we're going to get into some chocolates here, which we only have two different types of chocolates, but we have three items. Oh, we have four items. No, we have three items. Yeah, three items, but one of them is a Yeah, so I'll get into that if you don't mind, Abe. Yeah. So, it's said that UK chocolate tastes different from American chocolate. So, yeah. there may be, there's many reasons why it could be. It could be because of the ratio of cocoa used. It could be because milk tastes different in different countries. Um, and actually, it could be because in, um, in America, uh, Hershey actually banned British British ugh, British chocolates from being imported in 2017. So it's these Cadburys are made by Hershey's, who get their chocolate from 
a bunch of different places, and Cadbury's in the UK only gets it from the from West Africa. Okay. So, so there were taste tests done because people noticed there was a difference, and it seems like whatever you grew up with is what you like the best. So, British children like British chocolate, American children or American people like American chocolate. Actually, some people wouldn't even try the opposite and taste tests; they just refused. <laughs> So it kind of goes back to what you talk about, nostalgia eating. Yeah. It's, what you well, it's a good thing we're in Canada because we don't have that ban. <laughs> America banned that. We didn't ban this. <laughs> but they are different if you look at the um, if you look at the ingredients. So this one, sugar is the first ingredient. And the UK, I believe, milk is the first ingredient. Really? Because I thought it was going to be glucose. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we go down. But that's yeah, okay. so there is a difference, and I yes, guess ingredients: milk, sugar, cocoa butter. Yeah, and this says sugar, milk ingredients, cocoa butter. Milk ingredients. Yeah, yeah. so there is a difference. <laughs> well, going back to what you said, like people just love what they grew up with. Mm-hmm. When we were in getting some of the stuff, somebody came in and bought what ten, twelve bars or something. <laughs> yeah, they had all those different kinds. It was yeah. tempting, but we just. Stuck with the plain chocolate first. So that's the Canadian. Which is Canadian. So shall we try the Canadian one first? And then yeah, we'll try the Canadian UK one. That one was fine. It tasted like just a regular Cadbury chocolate bar. Yeah. And that was Canadian one. Yeah, what we're used to. Let's yeah, see if so this is better. I'm going right into the UK one now. Me too. There was definitely a difference. There was. The UK one was lighter. It had a more mild flavor. I'm not saying that they didn't like the Canadian one. But I like the lightness of yeah. the UK one. I think that's it's what's got a little more subtle chocolate flavor. Yeah. I liked the I liked the Canadian one. I yeah, guess I Canadian stick one has with a sharp a sharp sugary taste. Yeah, definitely. And, and then, you and can feel the, yeah. the mouthfeel. Exactly. Yeah. Was a little bit heavier in the mouth, where it coated the mouth a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So that that's how I felt about it. Overall, I enjoyed the UK one more. I, I like. Yeah, myself too. I like the lightness of it. It was just a touch lighter. Mm-hmm. And a little bit, just the flavor was more smooth. I, I'd have to say that. Like, yeah, if, if side by side, if I had to choose one, yeah, I would definitely choose the UK one. If they were yeah. the exact same price, yeah, I'd choose the UK. Yeah. I'll have to disagree, I guess. But <laughs> they were both delicious. It's chocolate. Yeah, they were good. They were both really good. Not, <clears throat> not saying anything bad about the Canadian one. Yeah. It's not that it was far superior, it was just a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. So we're moving on to another Cadbury product. Yeah. And this is Flake. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Flake. There wasn't a lot. Of, it just says the crumbliest, flakiest milk chocolate. And there wasn't a lot of information on it. I don't know of a similar bar here in North America. Um, But apparently it's often mixed with soft serve ice cream. So. I can see that. Like just looking into the package right now. Yeah, I'm not going to show you guys. I'm just going to have to myself. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely looks flaky. It looks oh, like yeah, a tree wow. branch. Yeah, it looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Not breaking apart easy. Or you don't have to take a big chunk of it. Yeah. But yeah, it looks yeah, like you a do. <laughs> it looks like a tree branch. Almost like like a little miniature Yule log you'll yeah. get at Christmas. Yeah. This may not be a very good road snack because the flakiness would get all over your car. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
Wood? For sure. I know, because I use them for all the time. That falls down by my crotchal area. Yeah, you don't want to have the chocolate in your crotchal area. Yeah. <laughs> or on the seat on the crotchal area as well. <laughs> Just, it sounds embarrassing, but it was fine. It was mm. good. It was. It doesn't have very good yeah. mouthfeel, this one. No. Yeah, the air in it makes it seem dry. Yeah, but it's the it's, air it's that's dry. dry. Yeah, it's yeah. dry. But I think if you took the flakes and put it on ice cream... Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see mm-hmm. that. It'd be a nice accompaniment to ice cream when you're driving down the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd have my right hand free. You would really lose it here. <laughs> Not in the UK car. <laughs> Not the way I drive. <laughs> <laughs> so our final chocolate one is another Cadbury one. But I've been looking for forward to this out of all four of them. More than anyone. And not just because of the name, but because I heard about it before. And it is a fun name to say, too. Does anybody else want to introduce this before I do? Because I've been introducing it a lot. Trevor, are you introducing Jammy Dodgers? <laughs> That's a little oh. bit later on. Oh, okay. Cur- oh, Curly Whirly. <laughs> it's fun packaging. I, I don't think I've ever heard of that one before. Fun packaging, fun to say, Curly Whirly. There's not a lot of information on this. Just that... Uh, um, apparent, oh, no, just said it was made in 1970 after David John Parfit was experimenting with extra toffee he had, which he was using for another pro, for another project. So there's a whole bunch of curly whirlies inside of the curly whirly package. Oh. We got a four pack, so. Curly whirlies inside of curly whirlies. I don't think you're going to eat a whole curly whirly. I'm not going to eat a whole curly whirly. <laughs> I'm getting pretty, uh, sugared up here. So it's well, almost it's like a square pretzel. Yeah. I heard oh. twisting serpentine. Oh, it's got... There you go. Yeah, well, it's I toffee. Use <laughs> it's toffee. So... Is it yogurt? Oh, it's toffee. Toffee. Okay. And I guess it almost looks like it might be like a... a uh, oh, what's that bar? Um, score bar. But I'm, no. I'm just biting it. Charleston Chew. Yes. Mm. Chocolate-covered Charleston Chew. It's like chocolate-covered butter caramel. caramel. Yeah, you can see that too. It but not the best caramel, though. No. It definitely did remind me of the same texture of a Charleston too. And I sort of want to put that in the freezer and try it. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. want to break my teeth. <laughs> Have you ever tried a Charleston too in the freezer? No. Oh, it's so good. I'm a bit disappointed by that one, too. Yeah. It's, uh, chocolate's pretty good on it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's the same chocolate as everything else. Hmm. Because it is all Cadbury, like the last three things we had was Cadbury. And I know I just like the UK Cadbury the most, but I like the dairy milk. Mm-hmm. But I think it got lost with the curly whirly, and it definitely got lost with the flakes. Mm-hmm. I think because the first ingredient is glucose syrup. Oh. I guess the Brits love their glucose. Or we don't look at ingredients enough here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going into the final stretch here. But... It's going to be fun. We have some cookies. Biscuits. Or biscuits. Um, <laughs> what is the proper term there, Miss uh, Coronation Street? Well, interestingly, Brits only use the word cookie to describe a chocolate chip cookie. And no. then it's all biscuits. Yeah. You, so you if, it's hear them call them if it's cookies, a white chocolate yeah. macadamia nut chip, it's a biscuit. It's a biscuit. biscuit Everything's yeah. a biscuit. Yep. Huh. Yep. And. They they should know because it is said that Brits eat fifty two biscuits per second. 
<laughs> that's, that's a lot of cookies. That's a lot of biscuits. That's a lot of biscuits. It'll be hard to remember to say biscuits, not not cookies. So which one of these are we get, getting into first here? So we're going to try ginger nuts because these ones are made by Jacobs, which was established in 1851. That's a long-standing company. So ginger nuts are supposed to mean redhead. Ginger equals red, nut equals head. And <laughs> it said it's similar to redheads in sight and taste. So read into that what you want. I mean, it's probably going to be the best <laughs> snack here, I say, as a redhead. <laughs> so ginger nuts. Sounds like a ginger snack. Yeah. 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 That needs some tea for dunking. Spicy. Mm. I make ginger snacks at Christmas. They're tasty. This is good. Mm. This is definitely road trip worthy. I've had to have some of these. <clears throat> Not as crusty as the last ginger nut I had. <laughs> 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 it was. It was. And a little spice to it, like you were saying. I do like that because it have, has a nice little ginger kick to it. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's definitely meant to be dunked, though. Milk, tea, I would drink, I would dunk it in because it is hard. I'm not a big dunker into my tea because I don't want floaties in my tea. That's You're true. weird. <laughs> no, I don't like that. No, I don't if, like if it touches my, my lips, tea either. I think I'd gro be grossed out. Yes. That's sort of why I don't have ice in my drinks because when ice touches my lips, it just grosses me out and i know it's water even if it's like ice water. i think you're on your own with that one yeah <laughs> for sure I, i'm gonna <clears throat> say a very controversial thing here but i do enjoy a straw ice drink a lot of people can touch my nose yeah <laughs> well we have metal straws now yeah. metal straws yeah. cardboard straws yeah <laughs> so yeah. on to the next so the next one are penguin by mcvitties um They've been made since 1932. Um, there's not a lot of information, just that the wrapper has a joke or funny um, pun on it, I guess. And the penguins are on the package are said to be imitating um, art. So let's see. Mine just says, P -p pick up a penguin. That's, That's not too funny. Too. That's not too funny. I'm not sure what the art is referencing, if anything. It's like oh. a Big penguin holding a little penguin. Oh, here it is. Why was the penguin popular? I don't know why was the penguin popular. Because he was a nice guy. Uh, what do you, I found mine too. What do you call a happy penguin? I don't know. What do you call a happy penguin? A penguin. Oh. That's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> what do penguins wear to the beach? What do they wear to the beach? A beach beanie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best one. It's before. like the um, hats you get at Christmas. Yeah. The um, crackers. Good cookies, good chocolate. Yeah. Um, this would be really good. melts in your hands, though. Yeah, it wouldn't does. be good for a road trip. I was going to say, like, if you're stopping on the side of the road to have something, mm -hmm. maybe this would be it. Yeah. But, yeah, it melts really, really quick in your hands. It feels weird on my hands. The crumbs mm -hmm. are weird on my hands. But I don't know. the flavor was nice. I enjoyed it. It was a good, yeah, it's good, good cookie. It was almost like a graham cracker covered <coughs> oh, in chocolate. Biscuit. We got original. Biscuit. Yeah, biscuit. A graham cracker. Come on. Graham cracker <laughs> <laughs> with chocolate. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of it, but it reminded me of something that I'm not not sure what. I can't. I can't even it. pick it up without getting chocolate everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and our house isn't that warm right now. So yeah, that was. We're on to our last one, and I'm going to let Trevor introduce, because Trevor told me to get 
these ones particular when we first talked about doing this episode. So yeah, you you can't you can't go to England and not have jammy Dodgers. They're pretty much everywhere. We even had them in Iceland. We went to the store in Iceland and they had jammy Dodgers. And my wife was like, "Oh my god, jammy Dodgers!" <laughs> <laughs> so there was one other treat that we didn't get today. Before we get into our jammy Dodger talk, and um, what was that one? We were ta- we were talking about it earlier. Jaffa cakes. Yeah. Mm. So tell us a little bit of Jaffa cakes and why we couldn't get them today. So I I suspect why we couldn't get them because the British Bake Off is extremely popular and. They did an episode on making Jaffa cakes. Probably why you don't see them. Yeah, because we tried to get them. They were sold out at one of the stores we went to. So we asked them, and they said they were sold out of the regular Jaffa cakes, and they were sold out of the mini Jaffa cakes as well. So we also didn't get chips because yeah. we did our chip episode. But Crisps. I'm really yeah, Chris, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I am really full of sugar right now just like i would be if i was on a road trip trip <laughs> yeah. yeah so i didn't really find I, I found some history on jammy dodgers they've been produced for over 50 years and named after roger the dodger of the beano comics who's <laughs> described as kind of dennis the menace um the biscuits were relaunched in 2011 with different flavors we just we have raspberry and it won the bit best biscuit advert of 2011 <laughs> Which is kind of a funny. If you're not from award. the UK, I think the most similar to uh, Jammy Dodger would be a pea cream. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. That's what they sort of look like already. They remind me of Valentine's. There's a little heart where you can see yeah. the little JD in there as well. I just cracked mine in half, and I think there's a lot more jam in there than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be that little heart filled with jam, but there's there's jam sandwiches in between. British love their jammy dodgers. I don't think you can go to England and not have a jammy dodger. Well, I can tell you I'm going to, if I go to England, I'm not having a jammy dodger. <laughs> if British I would be so disappointed. <laughs> if I go to England, I'm trying all of the kinds of jammy dodgers. <laughs> it's my favorite. It might be my favorite thing I've tried tonight. Really? Which no. surprised me. Yeah. They were good. But maybe I had them built up in my own head that they were going to be better. Hmm. Maybe I thought I they were going to be worse. Peak Breen. The peak green has got that little. That, it has the jam, and then it also has that cream. I, I felt that when I first took a bite out of it, I got that flavor at the front, mm-hmm. and as the cookie went on and crunching, it just lost all momentum. I like the center taste, almost like bubble gum instead of jam, which is really good. Apparently, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. Um, it almost reminded me of like. I want to say it's a Viennese swirl cookie. It's like a shortbread, yeah. and it has the jam in the middle, maybe buttercream. I remember making them with buttercream, which I saw at the British uh, store we went to yesterday. So I guess that's was on my mind. So I thought it was going to taste more like that, but it tasted different. But I, I liked it. Yeah. Right? So, um, I guess, well, that's it for the trial. I'm going to ask you guys, what's your, we're going to go top three. Starting at your number three. Trevor, what do you think your number three was out of all of them? Oh, man. <laughs> as far as road trip snacks? Or all together, I guess. Uh, I guess. I think the UK the UK chocolate bar, I think, the dairy, the UK dairy milks. Interesting. I had um, the Rabina as number three on mine. 
Really? Good yeah, thing we have a big jar or a big <laughs> bottle well, that well. makes five times its <laughs> amount of 850 mil. Rum this weekend, so. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my number three. What did you guys have for number two? Oh, do I not get to say my number no, three? No, we uh, skipped by you. <laughs> I kind of have a tie between just the dairy milk bar and the Simpkins. Like to try more of the Simpkin flavors. Mm. There were so many. They they had a strawberry black one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um. So what did you guys have for number two? Bring a body in. <coughs> I'm gonna butt in before it. everyone. Ginger nut. Really. Ginger yep. nut. But with I have to have it with tea tomorrow morning. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Simpkins. Oh. Because yeah, I also want to try all those other flavors too. Yeah. yeah. I think we're getting a little bit closer on some stuff here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we're all going to have different number ones. Oh, for sure. But yeah. for my number two, I had the uh, Simpsons as well. Oh, mm. that's... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so number one overall, who wants to go first? Uh, I can go first. We use it number two, but I think these uh, ginger nuts are really good. Jacob's ginger nuts. As far as a road trip snack goes, they, they are so good, and I always like a good ginger snap, and that's a good ginger snap. I agree. I also had... That's it for the episode. So good night. Goodbye. Jamie Dodgers <laughs> is my number one. I think because I didn't, it wasn't built up in my mind. Oh, okay. And the ginger nut, I once I dip it in something, I wouldn't be surprised if it was my dumb, my number one. It's yeah, it was I, a little hard. I I really enjoyed them. They were a good biscuit. Yeah, um, yeah, but are we gonna are we gonna rate these? I already rated everything out okay. of 10. Yeah, okay. me too. <laughs> okay. But yeah, um, is there anything else out there that you guys saw that you want to try? Like Trevor, I know you've been over there. Uh, there we, had, we had shortbreads a lot in the car. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, we saw a lot of shortbreads. Walkers. Walkers is, yeah, the number one shortbread in England. So was Walkers the same shortbread company or was it the same company that makes the chips? Because I saw Walkers and chips. Probably. It's possible, yeah. Probably. We just didn't get those because we've had them before because you can get them pretty easily around around here. So that's why we didn't. And uh, yeah, I like those better than... Yeah, well, we had we had a lot of shortbreads. Mm-hmm. I know it's a lot of toffee, so I want to try some toffee. Maybe uh-huh. a whole toffee episode sometime. But yeah, I had I had fun trying all these. There were some really good ones. There was a lot of sugar, though. I have a, a sugar. I have a toothache, almost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the pharmacy tomorrow, just like last episode. Get some, you know. <laughs> no, glucose. <laughs> glucose clears it all. You have some Lucozade, you'll feel better. <laughs> if you have a wound, put some Simpkins on it. <laughs> it's like a first aid kit right on our table. <laughs> so, again, thanks, everybody, for listening. Or thank you for listening, no matter what you're doing, whether you're listening to this in the car whether you're doing dishes, whether you're out mowing the lawn, thank you for listening. Trevor, where can people find you at? HTTPS, theglobetrevor.com. Right. Um, Anywhere on Twitter or social media? Uh, At theglobetrevor on at at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Awesome. And Um, I'll put all that in the show notes. I have a whole blog series on a number of weeks on England, uh, starting from London, finishing in uh, uh, Glasgow, Scotland. Awesome. And I've read a couple amazing pictures. I, uh, What I like looking at is some of the comments at the bottom of your posts. 
a lot of good comments on the statistics that you do take. So yeah, I really awesome like job. to I really like to uh, comment back on every, every anyone that that uh, that comments. I appreciate everybody's comments. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, and I'm the same way. I like when people comment on us. We've been getting a lot more comments on this type of episode, so thank you everybody that do make those comments. It has been fun doing some great interview shows. Lena, Trevor, thanks for coming on. I guess not thank you, Lena, but you're it's my job now. I have to. Yeah. So thanks everybody, like I said, for listening. And speaking of road trips, I do also have a a blog post about driving on the left in England. Uh, some trips, <laughs> some trips, some some guides. Uh, definitely want to watch out for the roundabouts. Uh, but driving on the left is super easy. I I did not have a problem driving on the left in England. Right. It it anybody who goes to England has never been there. It's always the worry when they go there. Oh, I may I may have trouble. I had no trouble. If we ever go, maybe we'll see how it like be post on my left. <laughs> but there's. There's definitely some things you do have to uh, drive differently in, in England, though, so check out my blog. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, all that will be in the show notes, and thanks, everybody, for listening.